definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. What's happening? Happy hump day. Good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank alongside Jeffrey Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman. We've got Lucas White across the way taking care of us. You can also join us. Your thoughts, comments, questions, hopes, dreams, whatever you want to bring in, do so on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. Okay. Got Check a lot to get to. Get the gun show. <laughs> we got a new monitor in here, so Hax is uh, monitoring himself on the uh, <gasps> on the screen. You can monitor us as well if you want to hop onto the the YouTube channel. That is where you can watch us live all three hours. Got to wait around till uh, eleven for Fox Thirty Four News now. But uh, you want to you want to take it in with your own eyeballs? You can do so there. We'd have sombreros on if we. Uh... If we get to that, yeah. never get to the whole whole thing. Fox hey, thirty four. It's been a days. deal for like five years. One of these days, we'll see. But uh, we'd love to have your thoughts. Um, got a lot to get into as uh, it's Bob Seger Day around these parts. We'll turn the page, look towards Central Florida. Are they like TCU? They hate being called anything but yes. UCF. Yes. Okay. Like just call us UCF. Mm-hmm. Who else has put out like memos on that stuff? Oh, TCU so definitely many. did. K State, I feel like they did something along those lines. Um, maybe I think it was like, don't call us KSU. It was just call, call us Kansas State or K State. That's what it was. Don't call us KSU. Um, HBU. Yeah, which is now HCU. HCU. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Don't call us Lafayette. Just Don't call, call us, Louisiana us Lafayette. Just, just Louisiana. There's all sorts of the naming. Um, but did you see this is so what we talked about yesterday with the uh, TCU, the the revivalry came from TCU side. They hate their Christian side so much that they are the ones that initiated this into the Blue Bonnet battle, I think is what they're calling it now. So, oh, that just. It's like, just drop the Christian thing. So uh, on Tech Talk yesterday, I did a little double duty, and we were coming up with different uh, how Names to replace Christian. Yeah, someone said Texas Cocaine University. That was that was pretty good. So uh, It's a pretty big 180. I just went like Texas College University. Just, <laughs> just Texas College University. Just go with it. Just go super redundant. Yeah, why not? Why not? So uh, <laughs> yeah. Texas Cornhole. Cornhole University. I love me some Texas college. <laughs> so TCU, yeah, they hate the, the Christian part in their name, so I don't know why they haven't dropped it yet. They they can't stand it if you call them Texas Christian, which is why I call them Texas Christian quite often because uh, it's, it's against what they like. But, yeah, they're the reason that one of the greatest rivalry names in college football out there has gone away. From the revivalry, and then they've created some weird trophy out of it too for the blue bonnet battle. Come on, that's the longest standing rivalry in col- in uh, Texas now. Texas college football. Kind of crazy that uh, I think this will be the hundred and second meeting 
I'd have to look it up, but between those two teams coming up this week. Uh, lots of little stuff. Draymond headlock. That. The dude's a nut job. I mean, seriously. You know what I thought of uh, when I saw that was um, Judge Schmales in Caddyshack where he goes, the man's a menace. <laughs> I was like, he is. He's a menace. Uh, what did Rudy? Think of what he did to his own teammate in that practice. Oh, I know. Just punched him around. What, I mean, the jaw. he's a powder keg. You know, if uh, what did Rudy Gobert say last night? He said, every time Steph doesn't play, he does anything he can to get ejected. So he's he's trying to get out of the game. The game was 0-0. Zero, zero. It's nuts. It's nuts. This guy is, like, seriously, he would be in an asylum if he wasn't on a basketball court. That's how crazy Draymond is. And may end up being in an asylum. I don't know. Somehow uh, Dennis Rodman has not been in, asylum, in an asylum since uh, he's he's retired and he was about as crazy as Draymond but you know he's wearing wedding dresses and hanging out with uh, Kim, Kim Jong Un Kim Jong whatever I think it's Un right I don't know which one it is Il Un one of them but that's that's what I foresee uh, Draymond's future after basketball that same type of stuff okay probably um Helping out the crazy dictators of the world, but yeah, lots of uh, lots of fun stuff to get into. We'll talk a little hoops. We'll talk a little. Golly, he wrenches his. I'm watching it right now. Yeah. He's got him for a long time. That's dangerous, man. Yeah, it is. Why? How does? Can't he get like assault charges? Well, if he hasn't by now, I know. Free to do whatever you want, I guess. Special. The fines don't matter. No, they don't. Apparently not. I just don't get it. I'm watching it too. It's always getting into fisticuffs with people. Um, got the poll question back out there from a week ago. So if y'all want to go vote on it, go to the at one hundred seven the score Twitter and uh, place your vote. What is your confidence level that Texas Tech makes a bowl game, percentage-wise? Less than 25%, 25 to 50, 51 to 75, or above 75% uh, that Texas Tech will make a bowl game? I got to tell you, um, my my confidence level from the UCF game, and this is basically what it comes down to for me, because my, my confidence level that you're going to win in Austin is about 15% right now. My confidence level last week that you would win the UCF game uh, was probably 90%. It's dropped down to probably about 80, but it hadn't dropped a ton. I've, I'm viewing, or maybe it's just choosing to view that UCF game uh, against Oklahoma State as more about Oklahoma State than it was about at UCF. I mean, at least the laying down and dying part of just, <laughs> I mean, they're like, we're not, we're not going to play. It's this raining. Game. It's, we're, we're done. We got our win last week. It's raining. We won 10 Super Bowls last week. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're done. So I'm, I'm going to choose at least to view it that way. So I the Big think, 12 went back and changed its mind on tie-breaking rules? Did, did they release it? I knew there was going to be clarification. Did Some, they, Something about now if OSU-K State. <laughs> you almost did it. Don't and, call them that. And uh, UO all tie. <laughs> UO. <laughs> 
then OSU goes. Okay, so I saw yesterday that they were going because they to went back and actually two athletics directors is they, what they said. They went back and actually said the head to heads matter in this. So they well that, that's what they said. They said we clarified our tie breaking process. So I guess so. I still want the chaos. I want to see what happens if Iowa State beats Texas this weekend. I am definitely rooting for for that. Can we get Iowa State and OSU in somehow? I don't think so. I, there's no way. I don't think Wait, so. Wait, Iowa State plays K State, so I think they can. In the last game. So if Iowa State were Wins to win out. out and Texas lose out, then you would have if OSU won out, OSU Iowa State. Let's do it. It's the end of the bench on one hundred point seven score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from one hundred point seven the score. It's time for a few headlines. What you need to know, part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank studio. Appreciate you joining us on this Wednesday, Basketball Eve. We'll get uh, some hoops action tomorrow. But headlines for you today, not just a ton. A little bit coming out of football NBA, some stuff like that. But Frank Broyles uh, Award nominee, which is given annually to the best assistant coach in college football. Kenny Perry has been named as a nominee. And uh, why not? His his position group doing pretty good. And his position group basically being Taj Brooks. He's also the special teams coach, which has been a plus for Texas Tech this year as well. And he's the associate head coach. Uh, so congrats to Kenny Perry. I'm being on that short list of uh, best assistants in college football. Um, I'm curious if, how long Tech's able to keep him around. I know he was a finalist for the uh, North Texas job last year, or mm-hmm. maybe last two years, couple years ago. Um, the UTEP job, UTEP job will probably open up. I'm curious if he goes after that one. Perry is a uh, a Texas guy through and through, much like. Uh, Joey McGuire, so I would guess he only wants the, the Texas college job, so we'll see if, if Texas able to hold on to him for much longer. Uh, Red-Black series yesterday featured a red team win for the second straight day. Tabor fast, pretty nice day on the mound. Four innings of uh, two-hit shutout ball as the red team wins at 6 nothing. Cade McGee also chipped in a pair of doubles. There is the... Uh, Raken. Third baseman. Yeah, he's hitting really well. Fall Raken. Not too bad there. I'm very curious what this team looks like because of the Pompey or Pompey. I'm not sure how to say his name. Gotta be Pompey, right? That's what I thought, but then I know. I heard someone say Pompey and Jamie did, yeah. I don't I don't know that Jamie knows for sure either, because we were kind of discussing mm. that. Um either way, uh that kid, that freshman, you know who he reminds me of? One of I think a guy that you really like. I think short stops in your time. Orlando? Orlando. Very similar body size. He's a big big kid, uh, tall, good-looking athlete. Um, I'm curious if he forces his way in because he's been hitting really hot in these first couple of games, definitely that first game. Um, so be interesting. I mean, these this is a small sample size. This is what the public gets to see versus the whole fall, but – I mean, he was hitting leadoff too, so he's he must be pretty good to to be in that spot. 
But uh, infield spots will be at a premium coming up in the spring. Uh, game three and the finale of the Red Black Series will be on Thursday at 315 Danlaw Field at Rip Griffin Park if you want your chance to check out the baseball team here in the fall. Uh, news we reported yesterday came out during the show. In case you missed it, uh, Leighton Vander Esch is ruled out for the season for the Dallas Cowboys with a neck injury. He's had a history of neck injuries. And this one, um, there's some speculation and question whether this may end his career. So I uh, hate that for Vander Esch, but he's got to do what's what's right for him. So we'll see what happens in his future. But Cowboys' future this season will not have Vander Esch out there at linebacker. The uh, NBA Cup stuff was going on. Did you see all the bright courts and yeah, stuff all it over? Yeah, not increased my interest. I didn't, didn't think so. Uh, the Thunder hosted the Spurs last night and whipped them 123-87. to Mavericks lost on the road to the Pelicans 131-110. to I did I see the uh, Chet Holmgren, Wimby the, the jump ball. Yeah. <laughs> There wasn't just a ton of uh, air underneath either of their feet. They don't but the, need it. The arms, oh my goodness. Reached the ceiling. I needed Shea to get one more rebound, and he sat the last eight minutes because the Thunder were rolling the Spurs. No, oh, Lucas. Made me mad. Are you, are you still on the plus side overall? I am still okay. on the plus side. Okay. But You're going to have to use that meat money to, to <laughs> fuel your gam- gambling if you don't. Horse yeah. name. <laughs> Meat money. That's, that's, yeah. We might have to have that one. Uh, high school fan zone tonight. Coaches from Friendship, Lovett Cooper and Liberty Cooper will come into the first United Bank studio, join Tommy Wood to talk about their teams. That starts at 7 here on 100.7. The score. Also have Cowboys crosstalk over on Double T 97.3 if you want some Dallas Cowboys action. Um, Last week for the fan zone as currently constructed. We'll move to Monday and Wednesdays following Thanksgiving. No fan zone shows Thanksgiving break week next week. Did y'all get this kind of break during uh, your childhood? Or you get a whole week off for Thanksgiving? Yeah, we didn't either. I feel like I remember going to school on Wednesday before Thanksgiving a lot of years. We'd go on Wednesday and then we'd get the Friday off. Now they get the entire week of Thanksgiving off. Yeah, I never did that. And then kids get off. I think this is a state of Texas thing where they count the minutes now instead of... They used to count days. It used to be 180 days that you had to go to school. Then they went to hours. Now they count minutes. You have to reach a total number of minutes for a school system. That, that kids are in school. So, I think it was hours for me when I was in there. Hours when you are in there. Yeah. When I was there, it was days. It was 180 days from what I remember. But now that it's minutes, the kids get off so much time, and the teachers have all these work days that they have to have, but there's random Mondays or ran, like all over the place, it seems like. There's just days they don't go to school. I feel like we went to school a whole lot more than than these young young folk do nowadays. I'm sure the kids don't mind it too much. Just have so many Mondays off. I mean, we There's never, a lot. Never yeah. had those Mondays. Yeah, that those are just the teacher work days that that yeah we didn't have those have those either. Uh, you can join us. Whatever thoughts and comments you got, bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. That's hateful. 
Choice is basically Draymond Green. Dislikes ref, hurts co-hosts in basketball, kicks others in the fruits and veggies. Ah. No. Lubbock County's Draymond. No, I don't. Schwa Woodman. There's a big difference. I have never posted my junk on social media, so. Okay. I mean. What about on court? Let's talk about on the court. Okay. Not awful things like what you just brought up. I've never decked a teammate either. So if you're on your side, you're safe. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. If you're on my team, you're now you know why I pick him to play volleyball. That's right. I haven't ever heard anybody on uh, on Lucas's team, so that is true. Uh, these from the chat line. Houston Christian also put out a statement. Yeah, Hacks mentioned that one. They want. I don't think they want to be called Houston Christian. No. Which they changed it from Baptist to Christian. Yeah. <laughs> well, still don't call us Christian. You got all those directional schools We're in Louisiana. Yeah. You know, it used to be Southeastern. No, Southeastern's still Southeast. Yeah. Um, but Northwestern is Monroe. Um, Wait. ULM. Oh, I thought you meant. It used to be Northwest Louisiana. I got you. Now there's Northwestern State, though. There's still that. Yeah. The, the Purple Demons. Yeah. Natchitoches, yeah. But the uh, Southwest Louisiana used was before before they were Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette. Oh, sorry. ULL. It was Southwest Louisiana Raging Cajuns. And now they're just And it was Northwest Louisiana whatever they were cuz they changed it to Warhawks. So why isn't there just a Louisiana? Is that what ULL That's what Lafayette's trying just to do. laid claim yeah. to it. We're just we're Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. Uh San Francisco resident and tech grad and Dubs fan here. Draymond, you have no idea what you're talking about. Otherwise, great show. <laughs> Reply, great. Draymond, uh, Draymond's a fool. You're not going to convince me otherwise. Love you. Thanks for listening out in San Francisco. Appreciate it. But he's a fool. So I, that person just was in yeah, San Fran? Draymond from San Fran. And I get it. Yeah, we, we get attached to our team. I don't think I could like Draymond if he was on my team. No. It would be hard. It would be really hard. There's guys... That are absolute punks. I would tolerate him, probably, but actually like him, it would be very difficult. Like, I never liked T.O. when he was a cowboy. I tolerated him, but never liked him. It's my quarterback. I That's never liked Westbrook when he was on the Wizards. Never liked Westbrook. Yeah, it's just, there's guys you'll tolerate. I mean, like, okay, he's he can help my team out. It's worse when they're Harden. not helping your team. Durant. Harden. Ooh, Harden would be really, I think I would still dislike that guy when he was on my team. I don't know. But Draymond, uh, he he is as foolish as it gets. Truthfully, the dude would probably be in a mental hospital if he didn't. I think play just basketball. being so reckless with people's health, yeah, is not fun. It's not. It's not good. It's not yeah. fun. It's not. And the stuff he does off yeah. the court is stupid. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. On to hour number two, it's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton here from the first United Bank studio, Lucas White, and uh, intern Luke across the way taking care of us. You can join us, whatever thoughts, comments, questions you got, bring those in on the 8th Flooring Center chat line through the 100.7 The Score mobile app we'll uh, continue to get to more of your thoughts got some other stuff i want to get into but right now 
I'm going to start the uh, second hour off the right way. I got Quattro. Four tickets to Saturday's contest, Texas Tech versus Central Florida. So don't call unless you can uh, can attend the game. We want these seats to be filled. But, Big pickup. But, uh, yeah, four tickets to Texas Tech versus UCF, first ever meeting at the Jones. We're going to take caller number three, Lucas, on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. 806-771-0973. Caller number three will pick up four tickets to Saturday's contest between the Red Raiders and Citronauts. Just kidding. The Knights of... Uh, I think they kicked that after one game. So, let me give you here a little bit of a rundown on what you're going to see with these guys. Um, John Rice Plumley. I know he's good. He's a good quarterback. Um, Is good- he a top five in the... I'm sorry, I'm not trying to derail you, but is he top five in the Big I would think right so. Now? I would think so. Yeah. I, I would too. 1,500 yards and feeling better, feeling more healthy. Yeah, when he's healthy, I, I think he's one of the better ones in the league. 11 touchdowns, 7 picks, been sacked 6 times. Uh, but what makes them go is a guy named R.J. Harvey, who's a top three running back in this league. Yep. He had a fantastic game on Saturday. Just, yeah, did whatever he wanted to do. 1,082 yards for him this year. 12 touchdowns. Uh, Had a 92-yard rush against Oklahoma State. And then there's Johnny Richardson behind him. Mm -hmm. He's not bad either. 78 uh, totes for 505 yards and a touchdown. But this R.J. Harvey is special. I think he's a pro. Uh, I'm not sure about Plumlee. Uh, I think he could be a pro. He wants to be... And listening to Joey McGuire and Tim DeRuder break this down, I think if he was 100% healthy, he would be a little bit of a mixture of a K-State running back, uh, quarterback and a KU quarterback. Mm-hmm. K-State's power, KU's zone read, and that's one of the reasons why I like Tech this upcoming Saturday is they saw something that's very similar with Kansas. Now, they would have seen a lot better version of it if Bean wouldn't have got hurt. Mm-hmm. But he did. So you don't see the perfect version of Kansas' offense, and that ends up helping you to, to hold them to 13 points. These guys, you better be ready to defend um, the zone read options, the um, the ability to pull it back and, and, and dump it off. Their leading receiver is Javon Baker, 790 yards. This is a ground-based offense. And, yep. you know, one thing that taught me a lesson last week, I looked at so many numbers, and I think Texas Tech needs to not look at these like I did because I looked at them, worst rushing defense in the Big 12. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Is I watched a lot of this game, but it was already getting out of hand by the time we were getting on the plane and, and watching. Why were they not? Because you brought this up last week, and and your reason why OSU was going to win. Why could Ollie Gordon and company not take advantage of a bad rushing defense? Okay, here's what happened. Cowboys get behind pretty quick. Yeah. Then it starts to unleash. Not just the friendly rain, a downpour straight down. There's no footing. Yeah. Now, my son and I did this the entire day. We yeah. counted defenders in the box 
for UCF. It was never fewer than eight. Nine, 10, 11. They had eight in the box for the most part. And sometimes they were walking another guy in there. Okay. So they had nine to go and slow down Ollie Gordon. And Ollie does need a little bit of room to to unleash what he can do, which is yeah, everything. Yeah, he's open field mm-hmm. monster. Taj. It, and as, as big as he is, he's not really a, I'm going to run it up into a, a, a bunch and push the pile guy. He's an open field kind of wizard that can has incredible vision but that's where Taj is a little different yeah yeah you can't see your way out of nine in the box yeah okay so then it changed them into trying to be a passing team in the downpour mm-hmm. and Allen was awful yeah Bowman was terrible um couldn't take a snap couldn't get the snap there yeah so then they got into being one-dimensional and it just went all downhill and UCF just ran them over so right now you have, and this goes to both sides of the football, what you're talking about with the, the rushing attack from UCF and from Texas Tech. Right now you have four players in the top eight in the country rushing-wise out of the Big 12. R.J. Harvey is one of those. Taj Brooks is at five nationally rushing the football. Ollie Gordon's one. Jonathan Brooks, who won't be there for too much longer because of the torn ACL, is sixth in the country. But Harvey comes in at eight. You have 16 players total in the country that have eclipsed the 1,000-yard mark. Five of those are from the Big 12. This is a rushing league. And if you can run the football... Whether you like it or not. Yeah, it is. If you can run the football, you're going to win a lot of games. If you can't... Control time. All those things that didn't matter in the past, they matter now. And it feels like we've been broken record on this as we uh, bob cigarette and turn the page. But... Man, looking ahead to Saturday, rushing game on both sides is going to matter so much. So much, and we've we talked about that almost. Especially every when week. you got you know Barron, who's maybe at fifty percent with his arm clipped wing there. Yeah, uh, Reese Plumley, Rice. I wish it was Reese. They say Rice Plumley has been. Um, is it Rice? I, it, it, that's what everybody calls him is Rice Plumley. Okay, I get. I think it is Rice. Yeah, I mean you're right, but I, I wish it was Reese. But I think I heard Reese for a while, and it's like that's what's stuck in my brain. So and, you have to watch out for Harvey too. He's their fourth leading uh, receiver in as far as yards, not a ton, but 217 and two touchdowns. So I, let, I just want to say that I was impressed with Plumley and Harvey, uh, but I think they're probably. I, I didn't finish my. My whole point Sorry. on with with uh, I looked at the numbers instead of the situation. The situation was UCF was playing their space game. They had the the cool for them uniforms broke out. They had a sold out crowd with a top twenty team in a new conference with a good coach trying to make a point where OSU had just won, again, the equivalent of 10 Super Bowls with a win over Oklahoma, and not to mention all that they'd left out on the field yep. in the streak of Kansas State, Kansas, West Virginia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma. They weren't They yeah. weren't interested. It's the perfect uh, potion for things to go. So I think there right may be a wrong. little bit of that with UCF. Hey, we just won by 42 over a top 20 opponent, and that kind of makes our year a little bit here. And in the back of their head, they've also got Houston the next game where if, if they don't win for bowl eligibility this week, there's a pretty good chance next week. It's the end of the bench. 
playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Happy Hump Day. It's the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score at 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, Lucas White across the way taking care of us. You can uh, hit us up. Whatever thoughts, comments, questions you got, bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Questions specifically for 45 minutes from now. Ask the bench warmers coming up at that time. We are also yours on television, Fox 34 News Now, which Hacks hates. So uh... <laughs> we got—I mentioned earlier—we got a new monitor in the uh, in the First United Bank studio here, and we have to look at ourselves. Well, we don't have to, but ourselves are staring back at ourselves on this screen over Not here. Not anymore. And Hacks—that is a sheer jacket, by the way. Yeah. You can see through that jacket quite a bit more mm-hmm. than I would have guessed. Gold jacket, but green jacket. Who gives it? Uh, Hacks put the jacket over the screen so we don't have to see ourselves anymore. <laughs> so there you go. So now you can imagine how much I love behind the mic. Oh, yeah. Love it. <laughs> love it. Staring at you the whole time. Let's put a camera on the guy with a lot of anxiety issues and see how he functions today. Although so, today my back is thrown, man. What are you Just doing during the show. It's like Come got on, hurt man. during the show. Pick it up. Get your back ah. in shape. Uh, I'm sorry about the four chin deal. I that oh, was hey, uncalled for with me being the largest dude in the building. So uh are you? I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. large. Uh, yeah, no. A strong large though. A strong large. They can outrun choice. In a sprint. Still very disappointed in myself for that. I'll have a witness. I'm slow. I'm large, but I'm also slow. <laughs> it's a, it's like a Hanks, very rough quote from Space Jam. Hank's but. talking about Bobby. He's like, you know those little fat kids that can not run very well, but hit the crap out of the ball? That's not Bobby. <laughs> That's not Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the fat kid from uh, from Little League that just says, I hit dingers? I don't. Clint would know his name. I don't know his name. I'm so and so, and I I hit dingers. I hit dingers. Um, do you ever get just random emails working in in media? Sure. I Not got, like you though, because you're plugged in full time at a radio station. I get you have a radio station email. I got one of the more random ones I've gotten ever today. This morning at eight a.m. It's amazing the offers that you get. Yeah. Sometimes I remember one time. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, it was USBL basketball, and they were wanting to have Sean Kemp come on my radio show in Enid. And I was like, I don't even have a radio show. Well, what? <laughs> I do the news. Sean Kemp. Yeah, Sean Kemp. It's pretty random. Yeah, you get some weird offers. A lot. Most of them I've kind of gotten away from. And but uh, Carol Lee, don't know who you are, sent me this email this morning uh, from Speedo. Speedo unveils out of this world fats. No, sorry. <laughs> There's a Freudian slip. Fast skin <laughs> swimsuit. Fat skins. <laughs> These are for fat people. No. Fat suits. Fast skin swimsuits. Out of this world. So uh, they're they're trying to get me to talk about their uh, new new swimsuits, and I'm doing it. So you did it. Good for you, Speedo. A bit. There's uh, B-roll footage too. We need it. Of their new swimsuits. Oh boy, fast skins. You ever own a speedo? I had one once. 
back in my younger days. That's as far as we'll go with that. Why am I not surprised? Uh, according to Chuck, Clint is the biggest fatty at Raymar. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he's... He thinks Clint's fat. He thinks I'm fat. Chuck thinks everybody's fat except for Chuck. Chuck lost like 50 pounds at once one time. And good for him. And since then, he has fat shamed everybody. Yeah. Seems like it. Uh, Big Huey says, so Chuck wasn't wrong when he said you have heavy legs, Joyce. <laughs> I do have heavy legs. That's an, an interesting uh, assessment from Chuck about your heavy legs. Oh, my gosh. He's heavy-legged, folks. I probably do. I I love to eat. There's no denying that. I just had my pumpkin pie. Um, but I probably work out more than anybody in the building, too. I'm worried for you, though, because at some point that's going to slow then I'll quit eating. Okay, we'll see. No, we'll I, see. The working out was slow. Nah. Yes. Nah. Yes. I'm keep doing it. Yes. Keep running into walls. Choice has all this time, though. I don't have all this time. Yeah, I create he, time. He goes and plays racquetball right after, and then he goes and you know plays volleyball with Lucas, and then he goes and plays basketball, and then he breaks somebody's rib cage, and then he goes not, home. Not and, every time. Every time. Every time. Uh, Choice, you're such a gullible Kitley homer. Everyone knows this offense needs to be tweaked for better production. Uh, the offense has to be better. It's not It's not what it needs to be. I have not said it doesn't need to improve. I'm saying people that say it is 100% on Kitley, you, you're kidding yourself. That's what I've said. Uh, also, the, the same texture that brought the leading question in of not liking the... Uh, not liking the hurry-up offense, said, yeah, we scored 16 points with our hurry-up offense. Did you watch any of Saturday's game? Because I would say you were hurry-up. I've never heard so many people just not happy about a three-point road win against a ranked team. Isn't it crazy? It's really wild to me. And for a while this week, I thought you might have been um, – Shining it on a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit of exaggeration. No, it's not. That wasn't an exaggeration. No, there's a lot of it's people the truth. out there. And then, this is what, I mean, I'll say it again here on Wednesday. I said it on Monday. But again, I want you to throw yourself in Kitley's shoes. Stand there mm-hmm. with, um, again, your, your skill guys on the outside, just not that good. Bradley's okay. Price is okay. Aiken's okay. Um, let's get your quarterback back there with about 40 to 50% arm strength who can't throw it 40 yards down the field. And let's go to your second quarterback. And in this season, you've been to your third quarterback. So how many games did they play with strong? <laughs> two full. Uh, was it two full? I thought it was at least two full games. Yeah, it was two full games. And then he came back. Marin came back after the bye week. Yes. And looked pretty good. You but- draw something up. You want to go fast? You want to go slow? Draw something up. Stand there and see what's going to work against even a West Virginia defense, even a BYU defense. Because, yeah, you got Taj Brooks to turn around and hand it to, but you've handed it to him not to excess but close. You've ridden the horse there about as much as you can ride it. Yeah. So you you come up with something that's going to work in this situation where, again, Barron's – Basically, I think 
gritting his teeth, probably getting a shot because arm arm pain is real. And if you don't have the strength in your arm, and you, I don't care what defense you're going up against the Big 12, it's going to be hard. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get the absolute hatred for, one, the son of a legend at Texas Tech, and to, to just the asinine thinking out there. Does it need to be better? We both acknowledge, yes, your offense should be better looking than it's been for a good majority of the year. But placing the blame all in 100% of the place with anything in the world is almost always wrong. You have, specifically you, have here. To, you have to be balanced in your viewpoints a little bit. Hmm. And I'll continue on the other side. But, I mean, yeah. get, get Kitley Bailey Zappy. <laughs> see what that offense does. See you to the bench on 100.7 score. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Questions of plenty on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Still room for yours if you want to bring yours in for Ask the Benchwarmers. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio. Lucas White back behind the glass. We take questions of any and all varieties for any of the three of us. We will uh, get to as many of those as we possibly can right now. This one from earlier. Uh, why does Josh being hurt for six weeks take him out of the running for AL Rookie of the Year? Doesn't make sense at all. I don't think it took him out of the running. If you want to uh, get technical, he was fourth in the voting. But I, to me, this is... Baseball writers aren't quite what they used to be. And I think this is a baseball writer's vote. I believe. I'm not I'm not 100% on that, so I don't want to misspeak if, I, if it's not true. Baseball writers aren't what they used to be. I mean, used to... They've always been stodgy old guys. There's a, a stigma about baseball writers, but the, there used to be baseball writers that paid it very close attention to everything, all of Major League Baseball. Now, to me, I bet it's just a lazy vote. This is speculation on my part, where you just look purely at numbers. And the numbers for Josh were about fourth best in the American League. Did all of those voters know that he was out because of a hand injury on a great play he made? Probably not. Did they know that he was out for six weeks? Even though his numbers were really close to those other three guys, other two guys because one was a pitcher? Probably not. Um, Kind of stinks for him. Terrible luck. I also think the timing of the injury was what, what killed him, it being towards the end of the year where he's not in the limelight towards the end of the year he was but he got the last laugh because he was absolutely in the limelight had big games in the world series um and we've talked about it he got he got the trophy slash ring that mattered a whole lot more than the the rookie of the year but had he was the vegas favorite when he exited for the injury though to win the yeah the award stinks for him um <laughs> it does not it does not stink for him because no, you, you I, finish uh, with I know, yeah. All the gold. That's what you get to finish with. That's right. That golden trophy that matters so much. Um by the way, we got a winner. Oh yes, please. Sandra. Sandra. Sandra won them and Lucas said she was very excited, so that's good. It's not my aunt, is it? 
She didn't claim to be my aunt. Okay. I have an aunt Sandra that lives in town. I don't think she can legally win them. I don't know what the rules are on all that. You need to take some of your relatives since you have this overflowing Woodman relative network. We do have a lot. And she's say, actually on the other side, not the Woodman. You're in charge of Haxton's kids. Okay. So you have your drop off for I the don't... Woodman kids. I say there's a Haxton drop off. So Jen and I could actually talk to each other. Aunt Sandra, she's actually my great aunt, and she's the crazy aunt. Okay, well, I'm not so taking her to Sandra's house. Yeah, so I don't know that you want... Uh, no, I'm going to She was that. the one that would always get me in trouble. Because she'd be like, yeah, I'd always blame her for getting me in trouble whenever I would... Uh, Throw a cat off the ceiling? Well, I don't think I did that at that moment. What did I do with Aunt Sandra? I don't know. She was the loud one. Love her, though. Um, it's a big deal, but if tech... Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> a big deal. It's a big if, but if Tech were to win out, including a bowl win, they'd finish with the same exact record as last year. If it were to happen, how does this year compare to last year? Almost exactly the same. Ditto. I mean, I mean it's because like, it would be almost carbon copy. The, the only difference would, would be... You wouldn't have a win over Oklahoma this year. Yeah, but you'd also win... Probably your last against Texas, and probably one that would matter a lot to them in terms of color. So you'd be sticking it to that. So uh, it might even feel better. So I don't know. Don't that's you, a huge if. Don't you have a feeling that Iowa State's going to beat Texas this week? I've got that inkling. Yes, we've seen it. If Brooks was healthy, mm-hmm. I probably would feel a lot different, but. I don't think they have any quarterback that feels great. I mean, Ewers is probably not 100%. Ewers is dealing with exactly the same thing that Baron Morton's dealing with. I think there may have actually been a, this is just what I read, uh, may have been a in, or a uh, insurance policy that kept mm. Ewers from playing through it. Mm. So there's some sort of insurance policy where he's not allowed well, to play Well, he stated yesterday it. apparently that he's coming back. Yeah, he's back. So he must be to a certain percentage or certain feeling to be playing. But... Yeah, I get that feeling. I'm not saying I'm going to pick them, but I'm I'm saying I'm going to pick. You're going you're going to pick yeah, Iowa State. I'm going to pick Iowa State. But are we, but are we doing it straight up? Aren't they favored by like ten points? What's the line there? No, it was like seven. Seven. Yeah, it was it was close to a touchdown. It was seven. Yeah, yeah, seven there, seven in Houston. But, so uh, yeah. But I mean, wouldn't it be just poetic for Iowa State the number of times they've gotten screwed against the Longhorns to? Well, they've been to finish against. They've been them? screwed the most against Texas. There's no doubt in about football, that. Yeah, in football, yeah, um, yeah. But if if you were to go, everybody's the next... got their stories, but I don't think anybody's got more than Iowa State when it comes to the Longhorns. Uh, bench warmers, who will have more yards this weekend, Taj or Barron? Also, who will have more tackles, Rabbit or CJ? Uh, Rabbit, and are we talking about like total? Yards or rush? I mean, if it's rushing, the Taj, I, I think Barron will have more total. I hope Barron will have more total. So I don't think you're going to need to. If your offense isn't balanced enough for Barron to have more total, then you're in, you're in some trouble. But Taj should should be able to run the football this weekend. I'm hoping that UCF didn't just all of a sudden figure things out against Oklahoma State last week in terms of stopping the run because largely they have not been a good rushing defense this well, you year. better you better start fast uh-huh. on defense yeah yeah i agree because you don't want to play you, catch up how many points do they score in norman 
44? Something along those like 40, lines. 5 yeah. to 44 going for I think a two-point two point game, yeah. It's a lot of points in Norman. It is a lot of points. So against the Oklahoma schools, it scored 90 points. UCF and, played, has played well. And lately. each of them were pretty electrifying starts. Yep. So let's get uh, – we always talk about fast starts on offense. I'd love to see a fast start on defense, a three and out. Don't let them get that ball rolling because when it gets going, it's hard to stop them. Yep. El uh, Jefe says we did win. We did win Saturday, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Thank you. You wouldn't necessarily know it by looking at the chat line. Uh, Val Josh's Val says Josh's injury cost him Rookie of the Year. Did Garcia's cost him World Series MVP? We won't know what Garcia would have done, but man, after a walk off in Game One. There's a chance it cost him World Series MVP. It was going to be him or Seager all the way, but he got the the ALCS MVP. Garcia went on a tear, unlike we've seen very much in in baseball. I mean, he had the most runs batted in in a single postseason. Pretty amazing. Tennessee Raiders says, speaking of Josh, does he get introduced at the UCF game? He's in town, so I, I would be. Wouldn't he and be Jace shocked. went to the Lady Raiders shoot around. Yeah, he, I know Josh was at the uh, soccer game on Friday night. Yeah, and I, Josh is always. I mean, he's a Red Raider through and through. He'll show up to a lot of things. Would not be surprised to see him. Jace Saturday. was on the baseline down from Marison. They'll have a that new little table you can sit out on the baseline. Mm-hmm. They have one on each side. Yeah, I think he was at that. If he wasn't at that, he was at the he was on the first row. Baseline north. Um, apparently, they only scored 29 in Norman. 31-29 was the final. Was it really that that's much? What, that's what two people have texted. I'll be darned. I had that in the, that game in the 40s. Okay. So, um, oh, did you see Jace's latest achievement? Yeah, gold glove. Yeah, just got a gold glove. Uh, MILB gold glove. for. So, congrats to him. That's that's awesome stuff there. Benchwarmers, is it... Just tech fans this crazy when it comes to overreactions, or is it really everywhere? Like thirty-one twenty-nine, my brain, I swear. You you've been in more fan bases or around the world more than I have. Okay, what was the question? I was. Is it just tech fans that are this crazy when it comes to overreactions, or is it really everywhere? No, it's it's it everywhere, everywhere. It's everywhere right? that cares. That's true. Yeah, and that's a good thing. If you got wouldn't a fan want base it. Wouldn't want it the other way. I've got, been a part of it the other way. You got a fan base that's Crickets. apathetic. That's that's the worst. It's worse than people overreacting. I mean, up at ORU, I bet there was a group of fifty yeah. that cared. Yeah, if people care, that's why we have the conversations like we did today. And we appreciate all of you, but we're out of time today. We'll be back at it Thursday edition. We'll be picking games tomorrow as well. Hacks will be one another pick them probably. For Jeff Haxton, Lucas yeah. White, I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.